How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Today, as hard as it is, we kick off our Week 8 coverage. The Bears return home to Soldier Field on November 1st to take on the New Orleans Saints. Today, we are back with our Week 8 installment of Meet the Opponents. We're going to be breaking down our thoughts on the Saints, so be sure to tune in to hear everything that we think about the Saints, and we will also conclude the episode with talking about how New Orleans can win the game and also what the Bears can do to bounce back and move to 6-2. and two. I am your host, Chris Malpe, and today to talk about the 4-2 and two Saints, I am joined with both of my co-hosts, Parth Shaw and Jalen McClinton. How's it going, fellas? Doing pretty good. Uh, just recovering off that Monday night meltdown. It's Wednesday. I don't think I'm as upset anymore, uh, but yeah. I think I'm over it. I think I'm over yeah, it. Yeah, I'm over it too. I should have seen it coming, honestly, but yeah, let's, let's, talk, some, let's talk some football again. Jalen, how's it going, buddy? I'm good as well. You know, I completely have amnesia about what happened Monday. But uh, the Bears Twitter keeps reminding me. I hate Bears Twitter. Like, they, they're so toxic. But um, other than They should that, just hand us the social media. Ex- exactly. Like, as soon as we lose a game, fire Nagy, fire Pace, uh, trade Khalil Mack, do this and that. I'm like, bro. And we could put that out on the Bears' social media. Ex- the social media team is considering firing Matt Nagy. Exactly. Like, like, <laughs> like the social media team has anything to do with that. But Exactly. Uh, yeah. Other than other than Bears Twitter getting on my nerves, it's, I'm, I've been pretty well these last couple of days. You know, just trying to forget about what happened Monday. You know, we're, we're gonna lose games, and you just have it's all it's, it's all about how you bounce back after it. So that's all that matters. A hundred percent. Let's hop right into it. The New Orleans Saints, obviously reigning from the NFC South, uh, down there in the division. That a lot of the teams the Bears have played so far and had success against are from. The Bears could sweep this division. I don't think anyone thought it was possible heading into the season. But if the Bears can somehow bounce back in week eight, they will have beaten the Panthers, the Falcons, the Buccaneers, and the Saints. That would be absolutely massive. Uh, not only for some tiebreakers, because uh, it looks like the Bears are probably going to be competing for a wild card. Obviously, that is if, if they can win. If, if they lose these next two weeks, it could get a little bit shaky, but... It seems like right now, if the Bears can bring it back, they could be competing for a wild card, and having those tiebreakers over the NFC South could be huge. ESPN's matchup predictor gives the Saints a 61.5% chance of winning this game. They give the Bears a 38.2% chance in this one. The spread on the game uh, looks to be minus 4.5 towards the Saints. Over-under in points is at 43.5. I have no idea why Vegas keeps giving the Bears such high point totals and it's not even that high, but you know, (laughs) yeah. Uh, Taking a look at the saints, they have scored 30 points per game. They have also rallied up about 394.8 yards per game offensively, 276 through the air, 118.8 on the ground. Obviously we all know this. The saints are led by one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time in Drew Brees in 2020. He has, I would say, Regressed a little bit, but he is still playing some very solid football. 158 for 212, 1,618 passing yards, 11 touchdowns, and three interceptions for him this season. Rushing, we all remember who gashed us last year when Teddy Bridgewater came to town and played for the Saints. It's Alvin Kamara. He has 75 carries for 368 yards and four touchdowns in 2020. Also, he is their leading receiver with 46 receptions for 460 yards and three touchdowns. It seems like the Saints may be without one 
or both of their top two wide receivers in this game, which is going to be crucial. Uh, we, we all know how how good of a star Michael Thomas is, how much he affects that Saints offense when he's on the field. He's dealing with, a, uh, I believe, a, a groin strain or a hamstring strain, and it looks like he's going to be questionable for this week. And Emmanuel Sanders is still in the COVID protocol. We'll see if he gets out. But taking a look at the rest of the Saints offense, another good offensive line to Ron Armstead, Andrus Pete, someone that a lot of Bears fans wanted to come to town uh, this offseason. Also, they drafted someone that Bears fans wanted who's starting and playing very well at right guard in Cesar Ruiz. Also have Ryan Ramchek. We've seen some great tight end play so far from Jared Cook for the New Orleans Saints. Also, their other wide receivers are still pretty solid with Traquan Smith. Also, they throw Taysom Hill in there in a ton of packages. Uh, I know a lot of Bears fans want to see that happen with Mitchell Trubisky, but this Saints offense is lethal. If they're missing their top two wide receivers in this one, it could be a very big opportunity for the Bears to keep them pretty low offensively. Uh, you know, obviously they're going to have trouble shutting down Kamara, but it seems like the Bears are going to have a golden opportunity here if they can once again avoid playing some marquee players based on injuries. So, Parth, I want to pass it to you first. Give me your thoughts on this Saints offense. It's electric. I'm not going to lie. It's not the same as before because Drew Brees isn't the same quarterback. But, you know, it still has Alvin Kamara. I think Kamara's having one of his best years yet uh, as a receiver and as a rusher. I mean, he's got 460 yards receiving already in six games played. Um, He's got 364 yards rushing. Um, Imagine if the Saints didn't sign him to a long-term extension. That could have played out really bad for them. And then, like you've said, uh, Michael Thomas hasn't played much this year. He's missed five games, but, you know, he's a top-five receiver when he plays. And it could be a tough task if he comes into the game against the Bears. They also have guys like Traquan Smith and Manuel Sanders who have been great wide receivers for them when San- uh, when Thomas has been out. And then a guy like Taysom Hill, uh, another gadget player who's fun to watch. And if he can get something going for them against us, it would be it would be another thing. And they also have Latavius Murray, who also had a really good game last year against the Bears, I'm pretty sure, uh, when Kamara was out. They get over 100 yards rushing, so that's something to watch out for. The Bears' run defense hasn't been the best, so they're definitely going to be pounding the rock against us for sure. Yeah, it seems like the Saints are going to rely heavily on running back Alvin Kamara, also tight end Jared Cook in this one. Uh, and when they look at their receivers, depending on who they're missing, I mean, we could obviously see uh, both – Thomas and Sanders play in this one, but they might be a little bit rusty. They're going to rely on Traquan Smith, someone who's been reliable throughout time. We don't know what's going to happen with these Saints receivers. We're yet to get the injury report from them. Um, I feel like the Bears always release their injury report before any other team, but that doesn't matter. Uh, we'll, We'll know more as the week goes on about whether or not those two are going to play, but that could end up being the X factor of the game. If they, if they end up missing it. And we also know how reliable Kamara is in the receiving game. Uh, Parth mentioned it, Drew Brees maybe regressed a little bit. I said it earlier on in the episode as well. But this offense still is able to put up a ton of points. They're averaging 30 points per game. So it's a very dangerous offense. They have a ton of weapons. And Sean Payton and co. are definitely able to move the ball very well down the field. So, Jalen, I'm going to pass it to you now. Drew Brees is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. He's broken numerous records, including passing yards in a season. What do you think about how he's leading the troops so far in 2020? You know, people got on him because of his uh, noodle alarm in the first couple weeks of the season. Uh, you know, when they when they lost to the uh, when they lost to the Raiders, and I forgot who their second loss was when they when they made them two and two. But you know, he's been playing well these last couple weeks. They're four and two. 
Um, they they had an amazing comeback on the on the Lions, and you know they played well against the Panthers last week, who, who we who we beat uh, the week before. So um, this this offense is very good. They have Sean Payne, who's one of the best offensive gurus of all time. Um, in my opinion, he knows how to scheme his receivers open, and that's what he did last year against us. You know, there's a lot of trash talk. That was a bad game for us, um, and and stuff like that. So. Yeah, uh, a very good point there, Jalen. Taking a look at the Saints' defense, it really doesn't paint the same picture, and it really tells you why they've been struggling so far in 2020. They've allowed 29 points per game. That's the most of any opponent that the Bears have faced so far. They've also allowed 344.7 yards per game, 255 in the air, only 89.7 on the ground, which... Makes Bears fans a little bit worried. Uh, I, I don't think the Bears are really going to be able to get the run game going in this game whatsoever. But, you know, if the Bears' offensive line can block, which I don't really believe that they're going to be able to do too well, they might be able to uh, to be able to find some success through the air. Uh, you know, the, um, the Saints are allowing the 17th most passing yards per game, but they still do have some stars on defense that the Bears are going to have to worry about. Uh, the first and, and most... Iconic one that comes to mind for me uh, is definitely, uh, you know, Cameron Jordan. He's someone who gets pressure up front. He's able to do it uh, no matter what. He's, he's been one of the best pass rushers in the league for some time at defensive end for them. Uh, also taking a look at the rest of their front seven, Marcus Davenport. Uh, Sheldon Rankins is also up there. Uh, and they have a pretty good linebacking core, Demario Davis, Alex Anzalone, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, and they, they've got a pretty good secondary, too. Janoris Jenkins, Malcolm Jenkins, uh, Marcus Williams, who we all remember from the Minneapolis Miracle, and Marshawn Lattimore, the star cornerback. It seems like this Saints' defense has struggled a little bit more in 2020. Uh, their offense hasn't been entirely as reliable, which is why I keep going back to Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders. Their availability in this game could be huge because the Saints' defense could be on on the field for a decent bit of this game, and we've seen teams be able to wear them down. Justin Herbert had a good game against them a couple of weeks ago. We saw um, last week the Panthers had success against them. Almost tied it at the end if it weren't for Joey Sly missing a 67-yard would have been NFL record field goal. So the Panthers put it tight with them, and we saw the Bears beat the Panthers by a score a couple of weeks ago. Um, but obviously in Week 7 they were missing both Sanders and Michael Thomas, so that's why those two are so important. Uh, they, they contribute so much to that offense. But this defense has struggled a little bit down the stretch, so Parth, I'm going to pass it back to you now. What do you think about the Saints' defense? Um, they're a talented defense that hasn't been great so far to start off the year. I mean, if we look at their best game, I'd say it came against Tampa Bay in week one uh, when they held Tom Brady to 23 points. I think they also had two interceptions that game off Brady. <clears throat> but other than that, they've been pretty mediocre. You know, against Tampa, uh, against Carolina last week, they allowed 24. Against Green Bay, they allowed 37. Against Derek Carr, they allowed 34. And the Bears' offense has a chance to put up points. I don't think they'll be able to. I mean, we've seen this Bears offense struggle heavily. I mean, last game we saw it the most. The offensive line couldn't block to save their life. Um, you know, Nick Foles had no protection, and then when he needed to make a throw, he couldn't do it. Um, the run game never got going. Uh, we see David Montgomery, who ha has had a pretty good start off to the season, has been struggling the last four to five games, I'd say. It's time to pick it back up on the run game, but I don't. It's I don't think it will happen against the Saints' d defensive line, which hasn't allowed a hundred-yard rusher in almost fifty games. I think it was fifty consecutive games. 
49 consecutive games. Pretty sure they'll make it 50 against the Bears. But yeah, um, I mean, the Bears offense has a tough task against the Saints defense. Marshawn Lattimore, a highly talented cornerback, another guy that uh, Nick Foles has to watch out for. Uh, and then we might not even know if Allen Robinson will be playing this week, which also puts the Bears offense at another setback. But guys like Demario Davis and Cam Jordan, I think, highlight their defense. Uh, Demario Davis is a really solid linebacker. He's been really he's been playing really well this year. He's got two sacks, thirty eight tackles so far this year, and then Cam Jordan, who's had a so- slow start to the year, but I would not be surprised if he picked up a couple sacks against this Bears offensive line this week. Yeah, uh, I think we're all waiting for Ryan Pace to make a move with the offensive line, but it's important that you mention Allen Robinson because he has entered concussion protocol, and you would assume in such a quick turnaround that it's going to be very hard for him to play this weekend, but. If you look at the Saints' weakness on defense, uh, one that definitely stands out is how they've done against tight ends. They are the second worst defense in the league at defending tight ends, and we we've seen Cole Komet continue to have you know one or two pretty big plays a week. And Jimmy Graham has been able to do his thing, and he's going to look to do it this weekend against his former team that he started his career at uh, with Clancy Barone, who now is the tight ends coach with the Bears. Uh, the, the Saints have one of the worst tight end defenses in the NFL. It's going to be hard to keep Graham uh, from being productive in this one. So a lot of guys, role players for the Bears that we normally don't see have big games are going to have to step up. Another huge week for guys that we were expecting to have a big week in week seven, Darnell Mooney and Anthony Miller. And Darnell Mooney damn well could have had probably another 100 receiving yards in that game and one or two scores, but we don't have to talk about that. Uh, we know the opportunities were there for him, and they're going to be there for him again this week. You know, Darnell Mooney in a mere eight weeks has gone from wide, uh, you know, a fifth-round draft pick to wide receiver one now in this game. It's going to be huge for him. I, I do believe he's going to be able to create the separation, but it's going to be big on guys like Jimmy Graham and Darnell Mooney to step up big in this one, and I think we're about due for another big game from Anthony Miller Jalen, we've seen this Saints' defense struggle against some speedier wide receivers, also definitely against tight ends for most all teams. What do you think about their defensive unit? They have, I'm, I'm not going to say a very good defense, but their defense, they have a very good run defense, and uh, that's something we struggle against, struggle with uh, in running the ball. You know, last week, I think David had like 48 yards, but that was on like two-something two carry, so... Uh, for us, we need to probably rely on a passing game. You know that hasn't been well these last couple of weeks, or not last couple of weeks, but in the off the games where we struggle on offense, you know we can't get the pass game going, we can't get the run game going, and that really makes us one dimensional. So uh, we need to be able to block. You know we we're going up against Cam Jordan, who's a who's an All Pro. They have Demario Davis, um, who, who's a very good linebacker in this league. He's also an All Pro. Some good guys in the secondary with uh, uh, Marshawn Lattimore. They have Marcus Williams. You know some other guys like Janoris Jenkins and stuff like that. So, um, you know, we this offense is probably going to struggle once again. Hopefully, we don't, uh, especially without Allen Robinson. Uh, you know, we really don't have a a number another solid wide receiver. You know, Darnell Mooney is a, is a good wide receiver, but he's a rookie and he's not really a person to go up and get the get the ball like that. He he's not Allen Robinson. He's not a red zone threat. You know, he's a he's a deep threat. And without him, we probably will see uh, Riley really active for uh, for the first time this season. So. Um, this, this Saints defense is probably going to shut us down. Hopefully it doesn't, but uh, it's definitely going to be a, a tough game for our offense against their defense. Unfortunately, I think this game might be one in the trenches, especially if Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders aren't ready to go uh, because you, you would assume that the Saints 
are going to have a pretty easy time with the Bears' offensive line, and we saw how bad that got when the Bears' defense outscored the offense last week, which is something that can never happen. You're never going to win in an NFL game uh, when that happens. Uh, it felt like we were back in like 2012 or 2006 for the Bears, and obviously they went to the Super Bowl in 2007, but that defense was just different. Um so, you know, it seems like this game could be one in the trenches, and now we're going to segment into how the Saints and the Bears can both win in this one. It's going to come down to injuries. Is Robinson going to play? It doesn't look like it. Are the Saints' wide receivers number one and two, Thomas and Sanders, going to play in this one? It, 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 we really do not know. We will not know until we see the Saints' injury report later this week. So, Parth, I want to pass it back to you for this one. Assume what you may about the injuries. Uh, they, they could have a really big factor on this game. But what do you think the Saints have to do if they want to give themselves a good chance to win this one? I think they have to keep doing what they do, which is run the offense through Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara has been a really good player for them this year. Like I've said when I said last time around, he's almost at 500 yards receiving, which is crazy for a running back, especially halfway through the season. I think he's looking at 1,000 and thousand yard year, thousand yards rushing, thousand yards receiving. So if the Saints want to win this game, they just gotta run the offense through Alvin Kamara, run those easy checkdowns, run the ball with him. We've seen the Bears offense struggle with stopping the run all year. Uh, I mean Bears defense, my bad. But yeah, if we can't stop the run, which we haven't been able to, um, we're bend and bend don't break type of defense. But last week we saw the defense break in the red zone, and it's gonna happen with the t- way the offense has been playing. The defense has been playing way too much time. I think the time of possession needs to start being more equal and leaving this defense out on the field against Alvin Kamara is not fun for them. Uh, and I expect them to run the ball all, all over us with Kamara, and I think that's their key to the game. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go ahead and agree with you. You know, taking a look at Kamara, he's got his best yards per reception since his rookie year in 2017. He's been selected to the Pro Bowl each year he's been in the league, and he's looking to absolutely smash it. He has 460 receiving yards, averaging 10 yards per catch, also three touchdowns as a receiver. They're going to look for him a lot, uh, I think, in the receiving game if they are missing guys like Thomas and Sanders. And he's also been good on the ground, which scares me as a Bears fan, knowing that we haven't been able to stop the run at all at least these last four weeks. He's got 364 carries, also four touchdowns. Uh, He's averaging 4.9 yards per carry. Uh, It's something that scares me, and I think if they feed the ball to Kamara, i got to agree with you, it's going to be a pretty easy one for them. And uh, defensively, you know, just to add a little bit, Uh, I think they've just got to get the pass rush there. You know, we saw Nick Foles struggle under pressure. He did have a better passer rating under pressure than he did when he was not under pressure. Something about Nick Foles throughout his career when he's been under pressure, he's been able to hit throws. But we also saw him miss some crucial throws in Week 7 when he was under pressure. And you can't rely on a guy only to hit the throws when he's under pressure. So, you know what? Uh, I, I think the Saints will have a pretty easy day in this one if they can run the ball through Kamara because they're going to find success if they, if, if they can get the pass game going and obviously getting the run game going. Uh, we saw the Bears allow 169 rushing yards last week. They got completely gashed on the ground, and Jared Goff didn't have to do a ton. So I think if they continue to run the offense through Kamara and just get the pressure there uh, on defense because if they can get the pressure there, the Bears aren't going to be able to get the run going, and I'm not too confident that the Bears are going to be able to get the passing game going, especially without Allen Robinson in this one. So, Jalen, I'm going to pass it down to you. What do you think New Orleans has to do if they want to win this one? Do what the Rams did. Make us one-dimensional. Uh, you know, we, we were not able to, to run the ball at all, like I said before, um, on Monday, and Nick Foles basically had to, to carry the whole offense, and that's something that he wasn't able to do. You know, he, we saw him throw two interceptions. Uh, one was a bad interception in the red zone, and 
uh, the other one was like uh, in the fourth quarter, so that interception really didn't matter, but it started our drive. So, uh, you know, blitz us. Our offensive line is terrible. We might be out – excuse me, we might be without uh, Cody Whitehair in this game, who's our best offensive lineman, um, especially with James Zane going down. Blitz, blitz whoever starts for him, which is probably going to be Sam Mustafer. He's probably going to uh, replace Cody if he doesn't play. Stop the run game in. Basically, that's it. Make us one-dimensional. You, you know, if if you stop the run game, you know we're going to pass the ball, especially if we go down big. Uh, we're, we're definitely going to be very pass-heavy. Yeah, and one tip I would have for the Bears is getting a little bit off track, uh, off track but I would move Mustafer to guard uh, when Whitehair is back. And uh, get get uh, Rashad Coward out of there. We saw Jermaine Fetty getting moved from right to left guard a couple nights ago. He's clearly better at right guard. And I was actually pleasantly surprised with what I saw out of Mustafer when he came in. So I think when Cody Whitehair is in and he comes back to center, I would I would move Mustafer over. I actually think that Ryan Pace had a pretty good find with him, and I'm sure we'll probably make a video on the offensive line soon. So uh, for those of you who are listening on YouTube, be sure to look out for that. I'm sure that'll probably come this week, but. We're going to get into now what the Bears have to do to win, and I think it's pretty simple. Uh, I think you have to hope that the offensive line is going to hold up, but if it doesn't, I think you got to shut the Saints down on defense and hopefully force some turnovers. Uh, Parth earlier in this episode mentioned Drew Brees with the noodle arm. Uh, I, I think we will be able to slow down the Saints a decent bit. I'm a little bit worried about their run game. Uh, in We have some tough running back tasks coming up. I mean, we go this week from Alvin Kamara to Derrick Henry to Dalvin Cook to Aaron Jones with the Packers, so it's going to be tough to slow down the run, but if the Bears can do that, I think they're going to be able to find success whether or not Thomas and Sanders play. Uh, we've seen the 2018 defense be similar to the 2020 defense minus the turnovers. We say it every week. The Bears probably should have had at least one more turnover in that game last week against the Rams. Uh, and then offensively, you know, you're going to have to use the tight ends. That's the one weakness we've seen from the Saints' defense, and it's been a massive weakness. We need Cole Komet to get those snaps that Matt Nagy has promised. We need Jimmy Graham to be in if and when the Bears are in the red zone. You're going to have to throw to your tight ends as much as possible, especially when Allen Robinson is out of the game. And then say what you want about David Montgomery, but I think he's been useful in the passing game as well. I think you got to try and get the ball to him, get him to the second level. And I, I have pretty much little to no faith in this offensive line uh, at this point, especially if Whitehair's out. Uh, I think he has a better chance to play than Robinson, but he is still listed as questionable as of Wednesday when this is going up. So it should be interesting to see what happens with the offensive line, but you absolutely have to utilize the tight ends offensively if the Bears Nick Foles, Jimmy Graham, Cole Komet want to give themselves a chance to have a fighting chance to move to 6-2 and because uh, that would be very big with a big matchup coming up next week against the Titans. So I think you got to utilize the tight ends, and you have to slow down New Orleans, at least in the passing game, because we know it's going to be a tough one in the rushing game and another great offensive line for the Saints. So uh, I don't have a ton of hope in this game, if you can't tell. But Parth, I'm going to pass it to you. What do you think the Bears have to do uh, and it, it's tough to describe this after they put up only three points, but what do you think they have to do if they want to give themselves a shot here? I, we just have to play better offense, but uh, I'm going to talk about the defense real quick. The Bears allow 119.9 rush yards per game. Uh, we need to do better on the rush yards. Um, it's not going to be it's going to be tough against Alvin Kamara, but uh, we got to be facing up to the challenge. You know, Tavis Murray, another great back that they have. Uh, we need to somehow, you know, keep those two in check. And if we can keep those two in check, I think we can keep Drew Brees under control. Uh, we've seen Drew Brees struggle this year, especially when the pass rush gets to him. That uh, I would say that 
Chargers game that they eventually won, uh, but in the first half that when they were down by a lot, uh, the pass rush was getting to Drew Brees, and they weren't able to run the ball. If the Bears can do that for all four quarters on defense, I think we have a great chance to win this game, especially if Michael Thomas is out, which would help the Bears a lot. And then offense, we got to get the offensive line uh, going somehow, some way. We need David Montgomery to get back to David Montgomery. That was the Montgomery in the first couple of weeks of the season. Uh, we need at least 70 rushing yards per game from him. Uh, last couple of weeks, we've been sitting at under 50. Maybe uh, I think we had one game over 150 with Montgomery, but we need to get Montgomery going. Hopefully that opens up the pass game for Nick Foles. Uh, last couple of games, we've seen Foles struggle, especially trying to, especially in the red zone when it's, it has been looked, has looked really bad. Jimmy Graham needs to step come into the game a lot more often. Same with Cole Komet. Uh, the Bears have promised to use Cole Komet more, but we still see Demetrius Harris out there. I don't understand that move by Matt Nagy yet, and maybe even get, give up play play calling by Nagy. I, I would I wouldn't mind seeing Bill Lazor call a game if, if things go right. Uh, you never know. Uh, but yeah, I think the Bears have, like Chris said, have a really low chance to win this game. I'm not as optimistic about this one, especially what happened last week. But a man can only hope. Uh, let's hope the Bears can somehow pull this one off. Because last year against the Bears and Saints game, it kind of went the other way. We saw the Bears drop this game by like 20-something points. And the Bears season kind of went to trash after that. So let's hope that this same thing doesn't happen this year. Thank you for not swearing there. I appreciate yeah. it. I, it, was, it was really hard. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, it's going to be virtually impossible for the Bears to get the run game going in this one. You know, the leading rusher last week for the Panthers was Mike Davis. He only had 12 rushing yards, but we saw Teddy Bridgewater have some success through the air with 254 passing yards. The Saints defense has only allowed 89.7 rushing yards per game, so I find it really tough, especially with how the Bears' offensive line has performed, to be able to get the rush going in this one. But Jalen, I want to pass it to you. We've seen some weaknesses in New Orleans' defense, most specifically guarding the tight ends. So how do you think the Bears can give themselves a shot in this one? Um, you know, I'm not really optimistic either. You know, me, I'm I'm, a, I'm not gonna say I'm a very biased Bears fan, but going into the season, I expect us to be 16 and 0. Obviously, I know that's not gonna happen. A lot of teams don't go undefeated in the regular season. So, um, but for this game here, you know, as a team that's won a game without their best player on offense, other than Alvin Kamara, um, their second best wide receiver. Um, you know, their quarterback is 40-something years old. He's He's been in the league in a very long time and st- still win four games. That goes to show you that this team is very, uh, is very well coached. Sean, like I said before, Sean Payne is one of the best offensive minds in the league. He knows how to – He has. he's a very good coordinator – or not coordinator. He's a very good head coach. He's a, he's a very good play caller. He knows how to scheme players open. He knows how to make players out of nothing. Um, I don't think without – uh, Sean Payne, that Alvin Kamara would be who he is today. You know, he's a he's a great running back who who can pass out the back, who can catch out the backfield. Um, very. Not, I'm not gonna say he's fast, but you know his, his his speed is very decisive. If he gets past you, you're not gonna catch up to him. And then, and like I said before, Drew Brees has has become a very good quarterback with Sean Payne. So, um, for the Bears to win. I say we, we need to attack their secondary. You know, we see we seen Justin Herbert pass for three touchdowns against them. Um, uh, Derek Carr had a very good game against them. He was attacking th- their secondary and linebackers with Darren Waller, who's a who's a matchup nightmare. So I, I feel like if we want to have a chance to come close to winning, first of all, we have we have to protect Nick Foles. Um, you know, if if they're blitzing like we saw the Rams, which seems it's merely impossible at this point. At, at this point, yeah, but I'm I'm still saying until we do it. So we need to try to block for Nick Foles. If they blitz like the Rams did against us, uh, this game is going to get ugly very fast. 
Uh, so like I said, try, try to block for Nick. Um, use Cole Komet. I, I would do what the what the uh, Raiders did. Attack with the tight ends. Now we don't have uh, a Darren Waller type tight end who's who's six six, run a four three or something like that. But Cole Komet is, is is very athletic. You know, he's not the fastest tight end, but uh, he's very athletic. He he has a very good catch radius. I think he showed that last uh, not last week, uh, two days ago uh, against the Rams, going up for that forty yard catch. So um, attack their secondary with the tight ends. Uh, try to try to use David Montgomery in the passing game and the running game. If we can get the running game going, that's going to be good for us. Uh, keep keep Nick Foles uh on, on his feet. You know, he I'm pretty sure. I think we, I think Nick Foles got sacked four times, but I'm pretty sure he took more. He than was pressured. Minutes. I believe he was pressured on ha- uh, over half of his dropbacks, which just can't happen. And I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not surprised by that stat at all. Uh, so that's what we need to do for our offense, for our defense. Um, just just try to stop the running game, uh, especially if they're without Michael Thomas and uh, Emmanuel Sanders. Stop Alvin Kamara. Make Drew Brees beat us. This Drew Brees beat us, and and I'm not. I'm not saying Drew Brees is a bad quarterback, but he's obviously not himself when he won the Super Bowl. Uh, what was that, ten years ago or something like that? So, may Drew Brees beat us. Um, and, and yet that's about it. Please st- just stop the run game because if if Alvin Kamara gets tall for 100 yards against us and has 50 more yards in, in, in the receiving game, uh, it's not going to be a good day for our defense either. Yeah, Jalen, it's important that you bring up the game against the Raiders because the Raiders did a pretty good job at stomping on the Saints. Uh, in week two, and we've seen a ton of quarterbacks have success against uh, the Saints' secondary, Derek Carr included. He had 284 passing yards and three touchdowns, only 10 incompletions. Also, Darren Waller, as you mentioned, 12 receptions for 105 yards and a score. We've seen Justin Herbert have success against them. Teddy Bridgewater last weekend only had five incompletions, also two touchdowns, no turnovers. So it seems like attacking them through the air is going to be big in this one. But before we go, I would like to say, This is obviously coming out on a Wednesday. We were originally planning on it being out on a Tuesday, but we were so tired from being up so late on Monday night that we decided to push it back a day. So you will see three key matchups tomorrow on Thursday. Fan Mail Friday finally back on its normal date, and then our pregame show will come out on Saturday. So we've got a couple days back-to-back of Bang 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 podcast, so be sure to be on the lookout for that. We will be back bringing you guys all the Week 8 coverage for Bears versus Saints. If you want more content from us, you can head over to our website, BearDown.com. We're posting coverage on there as well to get you guys ready for the Week 8 matchup. If you would like to find us on social media, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter, at BearDown. We only have three days left on our giveaway. We are giving away an Anthony Miller signed mini helmet. Uh, Lord bless his soul because he needs a big game this weekend. But that uh, the winner of that giveaway will be announced uh, on Saturday night, so be sure to look out for that as well. And go enter the giveaway if you haven't already. And finally, you can find the links to all of our social media down in the description, our Instagrams and our Twitter profiles. Those are great follows because we are active on all of them on game day. It's also a great way to interact with us. Parshaw, Jalen McClinton, the week is already flying. The Bears are going to have another big game this weekend. Any last words? Yeah, another big game. Uh, this this month in November. I mean, month in November that's coming up is gonna be a tough m- month for the Bears. Hopefully, they can get their things together on offense and pick up some Ws because we definitely need them. Uh, the schedule does get tougher this month, but the month after I was looking at is looks a lot more promising. So, you know, getting two wins this month uh, in November would be kind of nice. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, same here, especially if we want to, you know, continue this playoff run. We're at the fifth seed right now, but if we lose this game, we fall out of playoffs, especially if the Cardinals or the Rams win, and uh, that will push the Saints uh, up into the playoff race. So, um, you know, I'm hoping that we can get a W this week. 
Um, I'm not like I said. I'm not going to this game fully optimistic, but I'm, I'm gonna still pray that we can get a win. Uh, and shout out, shout out, Cameron. I don't know if he's watching this or not, but uh, he he screen recorded our video and was is laughing at me, getting angry. So shout out to him. He goes to my school. But uh, other than that, bear down. Yeah, uh, this game is going to be very big if the Bears can go four and zero against the NFC South. That could be huge for their playoff implications when it comes to tiebreakers. Also. Moving up to six and two, getting closer to that 10, 11 win mark could be huge, uh, and, and not pittering out of the playoffs, especially uh, when the, the NFC West has that tiebreaker over us because of the loss to the Rams. That'll pretty much do it for us, guys. It's been a pleasure to be your host. Once again, my name is Chris Malpe. Our Week 8 coverage is going to continue very soon. We're going to keep you guys posted on everything Week 8 and get videos up every day for the rest of the week slash podcast, so be sure to be on the lookout for that. Bears fans, as always, do us a favor and stay safe. Have some optimism uh, if, if it's fiscally possible for you to do so. And pare down. We'll see you in the next one. Peace.